You will not go blind. Glory to God. You will not go blind. I'm supposed to tell that to somebody. Glory to God. Amen, 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 amen. Let that be the first thing that you hear from me and hear from the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. You will not go blind. That's what I'm supposed to tell you. You will not go blind. I'm supposed to tell that to somebody. All right. God said I could not do anything. I had to say that first. You will not go blind. Amen. Amen. The Lord, the Lord God Almighty wants you to know you will not go blind. Amen. Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. That's what God said to tell you. So, good morning. Good morning. Uh oh. All right, I did something. Hold on a second. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I had a, uh, anyway, good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Kathy Broxton. This is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And <clears throat> yes, I am in my tent today. Oh, yeah. I'm in my tent. We doing work. We putting on the arm of God. Yes, 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 yes. Putting on the armor of God. Yes, 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 yes. Putting on the armor of God. Did you not know that this is Let Us Thank God Radio? L-U-T-G Radio. Woohoo! Amen. Glory to God. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God loves him some you. Amen. God is in love with you. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Hi. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh it is new it is um Christmas Eve here in America. Over in other places, it may be Christmas Day already, but here in America, in the United States, it is Christmas Eve. So in China, it is about 7 a.m. on Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas to China and Australia and all these other countries that are at least 12 hours ahead, or in this case, no wait, oh no wait, it's uh no, it's nine p.m. on Christmas Eve in China. China's about twelve hours away. So I guess it would be if you're more than twelve hours away, <laughs> then it's Christmas already. So it's probably Christmas in Dubai or something. All right, um, and the UK is you no, the UK is only five hours difference. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we. I'm not I'm not a world traveler yet. I'm gonna just I'll, I'll just say I'm I'm soon to be. 
you know, I read a lot of books about traveling. Well, I used to. I used where well, I used I read a lot of, a lot of novels about uh, other countries, romance novel, novels. Sometimes I like to read the books and look at the stuff. Anyway, um, but we're gonna go ahead and get on the whole armor of God. Go with me to the book of Luke. Luke chapter 24, verse 45, Luke 24, 45, it says, Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Amen. Um, in case y'all may... Huh. I, um, I was supposed to, this morning, God told me, to say you ain't going blind. So in case you missed it, that's what I said. Um, all right. So we're in Luke 24, 45. Uh, Luke 24, 45. It says, uh, then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Amen. Uh, go with me to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and... In the power of his might, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. I have to interject here. Do not sell your soul for anything. Any talent that you want is already on the inside of you. Just practice. Do not sell your soul to be a virtuoso or anything like that. You will always lose. Trust God. Amen. Lord to God, I don't care if you 50, 120, or 9, or 6, or 1. God put talent on the inside of you. Amen. Ain't never too late. As long as you got an eternity, you learn how to play the piano, guitar, any instrument you can think of, or any instrument that God has created, or he'll make a new one for you. You can learn that in heaven. You can learn it here. But you cannot get your, don't don't sell your soul. It ain't yours to sell. You mess around be tormented in hell. Now stop interrupting and let's finish. <laughs> yeah, now nah, you can always interrupt God. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> where did I stop at? Oh, all right, I'm on verse. We'll start over. Verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against powers, uh, against darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able. To withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, 
having your loins girt about with truth and have it on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Okay. Uh, hold on. Uh, and verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Verse 24, grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. We're not finished though. The book of Numbers. Go with me to the book of Numbers. Mm. While I'm waiting for you to get to Numbers. We're going to clap, clap, clap while we're waiting for you to get to Numbers. Chapter 6, we're going to clap, clap, clap. <laughs> any reason to sing a song. Just any reason. Let me just, any reason to sing a song. <laughs> I entertain, I get, I just truly entertain myself. I, I know I do. I, I am not ashamed of it. I just entertain myself. <laughs> I right, win Numbers chapter 6. Numbers chapter 6. Uh, make sure I got this thing all the way up. Alright, um, Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 through 27. It says, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Amen. Glory to God. Go with me to Psalms 91. Psalms 91. What were we saying yesterday for Psalms 91? I forget. Let me see here. Psalms 91. Psalms 91, we are going on to Psalms 91, Psalms 91, Psalms 91, we are going on to Psalms 91, it's in the Old Testament, alright, look under the table of contents, <laughs> y'all got it, Psalms 91, Psalms 91, we are going on to Psalms 91, alright, so here we go. Uh, Psalms 91 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. You know, that sounds like a rap song. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the air that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine, high, only with thine eyes shall thou, only with thine eyes shalt thou 
Behold and see the reward of the wicked. Amen. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He should call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Long life. Long, 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 long life. Go me to Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 54. Y'all got it? You got it? You got it? Isaiah, you got it, you got it. I, 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 is, 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 I, I, Isaiah. <laughs> I'm just messing around. Okay, <laughs> we're on Isaiah chapter 54. <laughs> is, I, is, I, Isaiah. <laughs> the answer is yes. Is, is, I, a, uh, is this Isaiah? Yeah. Isaiah 54, chapter 54, verses 13 through 17. It says, it says, and all thy children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come nigh thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. You're listening to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. That is the whole armor of God. That is the whole armor of God. Don't you feel strong? Don't you feel covered? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I do. I am strong. I am covered. I am strong. I am covered. The word of God gives us boldness so we can go out into the go out into the street where we gotta go, go go outside, go to work, go to school, um, go to the grocery store, wherever we gotta go to and fro. We know we cover because we got on the armor of God, the word of God on the inside of us. It's like a shield. I went to the store the other day 
And I did not notice this. I did not notice this at all. Well, I shouldn't say that. I did notice something was going on. And so what was going on is the Holy Ghost had pulled something out of my treasure chest. And so, um, <laughs> he pulled something out of my treasure chest and I kept feeling it. I was like, what is this? What is this? And I kept feeling, it. I kept feeling it. I was like, okay. I was like, and I was like, okay, well, I prayed about it, prayed about it. I was like, I feel something, you know, like coming out of me. What is this? I feel something coming out of me. And I was like, okay, well, I ain't gonna trip. And lo and behold, one of my tools was present and visible. Um, and so, um, you have a treasure chest and in your treasure chest is everything that the Holy Spirit wants to put in there. Everything that you have need of is in your treasure chest. And so for, for some people that may have seen the tools and the instruments that, that God had pulled out for, for that particular day, he must've knew something was popping off. Um, whatever happened, I have no idea. I didn't see God do no battle. I know he did, but I didn't see it. Why? Uh, he didn't want me to see it. He was doing something. I just know that I went to the store and I came back fine. <laughs> That's all I know. So I put on my whole armor of God and I let, I let the Holy Ghost wield the tools. I let the Holy Ghost do whatever he going to do. And that ain't none of my business. You're like, that ain't your business. Nope. My business is to stay in faith and to believe God. My business is to mind my own business. What's my business? Presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ, living a life that is holy unto the Lord. That's my business. However God chooses to use the tools that he put on the inside of me, they his tools. I mean, it's my treasure chest, but it's his tools. He can do whatever he want. He can assign my tool out. You know how you sign out when you go to the library, you sign out a book. Or if you ever been to like a, 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 a auto parts store, you can sign out a part if you present your ID. Well, the blood of Jesus is my ID. And the Holy Ghost looks at me and he sees the blood of Jesus. He go, uh, they got ID. All right, now we're going to check this out. Yo, dude, left battalion, I want you to do this, this, and this. Here, take this, right. I want you to go. I want you to, I want you to flank this way. Hey, you, I want you to go this way. And so God, the Holy Ghost will assign your, he will sign out your tools and give them and give them to whoever he wants to give it to uses so as an angel. And, and sometimes he give them a book. Sometimes he give them a book. Sometimes he'll give them one scripture and however he decides to use it. That's how he decides to use it. It ain't even none of your business. He may tell you later, or he may not tell you. He may show you. He may not show you. Entirely up to him. You're like, well, how do you know that this occurred? Because I accidentally took a picture of my cart, and in my cart was one of the tools. And I said, hmm, I did not have that in my cart. And so what I discovered was is that it was actually coming from me. That was the thing that I kept feeling. And so um, you may have seen me or you may have seen somebody else with tools hanging off of them. And you're trying to figure out what is the power source. The power source is the Lord God, Jesus. Jesus is the power source. And Jesus has made a home on the inside of you. Will you see this stuff appear in the natural in somebody's hands? I don't know. I know the word is your shield and your buckler. So the answer is yes. That's what it is. The answer is yes, because the word is your shield and buckler, but it will only occur 
if that person is being attacked. That's it. And so evidently some things were happening in the spirit. I had kept seeing things happen in the spirit. I was praying and praying and praying and praying. I said, well, look, I, I got to go out. I can't stay in the house because the enemy going to attack. He attacking me in my house. Telling me you can't go outside. So look, uh, defeated foe. We're going to call We're going to use that word defeated foe. I got stuff to do. Father God, in the name of Jesus, fight my battles. I, I pray, believe God, moved in peace. Why? Because you cannot stay cooped up in a house because the devil telling you if you go outside, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, nigga, play up. Ooh, sorry, didn't mean, I didn't mean to say that. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> the word nigga means to be less than, and sometimes it accidentally, sometimes I, I call the devil that. And I apologize, I should not use those words. I don't... I don't owe the devil any respect. I only owe God respect and honor. And God says that you don't battle the spirit with the flesh, which is why the Holy Spirit is always moving on my behalf and God fights my battles. So the battle between the devil um, is with the Lord. It ain't with man. The battle with the devil is not with man. It's between the Lord Jesus, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and the devil. Ain't got nothing to do with man. So all you got to do is stay in faith, all right? So if you're going through some things, you see some things, stay in faith. You ain't got to call the devil out your name, out, out, <coughs> out his name, you know? Mm. Matter of fact, I don't even suggest you do what I do. I only do it sometimes because, you know, he get extra ignorant sometimes. I don't want you to have a conversation with the devil because he's going to try and trick you. So like God told me, don't be talking to him. Don't be having no conversation with him. What you talking about? Your conversations is with the Lord, not the devil. So with that being said, you can call him by his name. Why do we call him by his name? His name is Satan. Well, Satan, Satan, S-A-T-W-N, M, S-A-T, S-A-T, S-A-T-A-W-M. But it's, it's, it's pronounced Satan, but you see it written S-A-T-A-N. So call him by his name because it means defeated foe. So go ahead, call him by his name. Every time you call him by his name, his name means defeated foe. That means that you are above and he is beneath. So go ahead. Say you defeated foe. Get out of my house. Go ahead. All right. So now we want to continue praising Jesus and giving God all the glory. Amen. Give God the glory. Pray, pray. Just tell God how much you appreciate him and worship him and thank the Lord God Almighty. And know that you can go out. Put on, When you put on your armor of God, you can go out. You can go buy a Christmas gift or birthday gift. You can go to and fro and not be afraid. Why? Because God is not giving you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Some of y'all are like, well, you mean I can go travel without having a, a shot for COVID? Look, if you don't want to get a shot for COVID and you got your objections about it, then you need to drive. Just take a mask with you. Because all they're saying is, look, if you don't want to get a shot, then wear a mask. Just go ahead and wear a mask. Why? Because that's what the government wants. And so what you want to do is start praying for your government. Start fast form. Do like a one day fast. Like once a week, fast form. Or once a day, fast a meal. I'm fasting. Lord God, I'm fasting for my country. I'm fasting for this whole world to be healed. Amen. Because I know that, that this is an attack of the enemy. So you begin to fast for your country. Fast for this world. Because God already said this world is healed already. You're like, well, 
people dying, you know, that's real. True. That's real. Why? Some of them didn't know that they have a right to be healed. They didn't know that they were being violated. A lot of times when people, people say things like, I'm going to catch a cold. No, you're not. I done told y'all this before. Catching something is like catching a baseball in a baseball game. You're supposed to catch the ball when the ball is coming at you, except that if you are the runner. If you are the runner and the ball is coming at you, you're moving out of the way so you don't get tagged. Okay, the same thing with a cold or a disease or a virus. Don't get tagged. Say, I don't receive that. No, I will not be catching a cold. You use what you put a head on when it's cold outside as wisdom because the heat goes out of the top of your head and the bottom of your feet. So you want to keep your body warm and keep your heart warm and keep your major organs warm because when they don't stay warm, they get cold and the blood stops flowing. When the blood stops flowing, the body, this thing, will stop operating because the heart will stop funk. The heart will go down to just trying to preserve the brain. When it gets to the point where the heart is just trying to preserve the ba- the brain, then your organs are basically shutting down like a computer. And so when it gets to the point where the heart can no longer, it doesn't have enough uh, energy to pump, then of course, yeah, your body is technically dead. Even though it can be revived, it's dead. So you put on clothes to stay warm, to keep your heart warm, and to keep the blood flowing properly. And you move about, you walk about to keep the body, keep to keep the blood flowing throughout your body. That's the reason why you hear, uh, you hear people saying, you know, exercise at least 60 minutes a day because you want to keep that blood flowing. Keep the blood flowing. Keep the blood flowing. All right. Remind your body, yo, I'm alive. All right, so if you don't want to take that test, that's between you, Jesus, and your doctor. you like, what? When you go to the doctor, you should be asking your doctor, are you saved? You ain't saved. Let me tell you about Jesus. Can I tell you about Jesus? God is good. He's so good. You know, look, invite your doctor to church. Look, come to church. Come hear about the goodness of the Lord. Come to church. Tell them about Jesus. Live a life that is holy unto him. Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with going to visit a doctor. I told y'all that yesterday. Ain't nothing wrong with going to visit a doctor. They're very nice people. Some of them are saved and some of them may. You might be the one that get them saved. I ain't telling you you got to run to the doctor every week. I'm just saying. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Because they tell you what's the name of that spirit that's on you. And you can tell your doctor because you come, you run across some doctor that says that they they are MD specialists or spiritualist doctors. Say, well, look, I don't want no demons put upon me, so don't do that. Just you know, use science on me. When it comes to me, use science. All right. If you ain't praying to Jesus, don't pray to no devil trying to examine me. Which you because what they'll do is they got to put a demon in you. To, and they allow the demon to search through you, and then the demon tells them what other spirit it sees. Or tells them what part of the body is malfunctioning. Hold on, you ain't got to do that. God already provided for that. God already provided for that. So if you're praying, the spirit of the living God is already on the inside of every person. And God will let you know what's, what ain't right. Which is another reason why he allowed people to develop tests and to have equipment to examine you. So use the equipment that you have. You ain't got to go put a demon in somebody. Those things kill. 
right? I know it's Christmas Eve and this thing is supposed to be light, but I want you, I want you to be happy and joyous, which means if you need to drive to where you trying to go, then go ahead and drive. If you don't want to take, if they tell them you got to have a test to get on a plane and you don't want to take the test, then find a way, make a way. If you, if it's not enough time for you to drive, then, hey, you want to get on a Skype or something or meet around, meet with other people in the community that are, that are staying home. But you don't have to be alone for Christmas. And so stop boohooing, stop crying and figure out a different way. You see what I'm saying? You can have an enjoyable Christmas. You really can. You can have an enjoyable Christmas. You don't have to be alone. So you can, you can find some groups that are online. They're going to be online for 24 hours on Christmas day. So they don't be on, you know what I'm saying? So they don't feel alone. They're going to turn on their camera and they're going to plug it in the wall and it's going to be on for 24 seven. Hey y'all, what y'all doing? Hey, how's it going? Woo. <laughs> so don't trip. And I would ask that you folks out there that take an opportunity to try and rob people on Christmas cause they ain't at home or maybe they, they might be home alone or whatever. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because the seed you sow is the seed you reap in the, in the seed that your family reaps. What happens? Let's say, for example, you manage to do something stupid, but you get caught. Who's paying that bill? Who's paying your bail? Who's paying for the lawyer? You got some money? Because if you had some money, you wouldn't be stealing. Who's paying that bill? Your mama, your daddy, your brother, your sister, your wife. And if they ain't got no money, then the rest of us that pay taxes are paying your bill. And you know what? We would rather put computers in schools and provide something for school, for school-age kids or college kids or adults that want to go to college and learn a new skill than we would to pay for a jail or to pay for a lawyer to get you out of jail when you could have just did the right thing to begin with. If you want something, ask Jesus for it. Say, Jesus, I ain't got no money right now, but I want this, this, and this. And believe God to provide that for you. I want this, this, and this. Jesus ain't a Santa Claus, but he is the, he is the source of everything that is good. You want something, ask him for it. Don't go steal it. Now I said this before, before Thanksgiving, before Black Friday, and y'all went out there and y'all started stealing and spraying people in the eyes with stuff, spraying security guards in the eyes so you can get into these places to go and snatch stuff. And then 90 of y'all got hemmed up by the police. Some of y'all got hurt, shot, hit. Stupid. 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 You make it like God don't even exist. Stop doing that stuff. Stop doing that. And then you wonder why when you when black folks walk down Rodeo Drive, why they get why people be watching them. Black people are the only ones doing it. White folks was smashing windows. Spanish people were smashing windows. Asian people were smashing. All y'all. All y'all. Black, white, Spanish, and Asian, everything. Everything was out there stealing. Stop. Stop. Y'all keep wondering why folks be following y'all. Y'all got, you smell like poverty and you look like poverty. That's why they following you. You smell like it and you look like it. You carry a spirit of poverty. That's why they follow you. You think it's because of the color of your skin. No, you smell like poverty. For the ones that are bothering you, the ones that you that are rich and you still get bothered, that's the ignorant spirit on that person. 
There's some people that walk down the street and they ain't stealing nothing. They do get stopped. That's the ignorance of the person stopping them. But for the majority of you that walk down the street and you know you up to no good, just like you can discern stuff, other people can discern stuff too. And then you want to holler the race card. So when something racially do happen, it's difficult to believe. So I'm asking you just stop. Let's, let's nip this in the bud. Don't go out there stealing. Don't go rob. Don't go kill. Just chill out. Watch the game. There's going to be football games on tomorrow. You can watch reruns of basketball championships. Movies on tomorrow. Christmas, non-Christmas, action movies. Action movies come out on Christmas Day. Get yourself some popcorn. and You ain't got to have no turkey. You can order pizza. You can have fish. I'm having fish for dinner. Fish and spaghetti. That's right. I'm having me a fish fry tomorrow. Fish fry and spaghetti. That's right. I ain't getting no turkey. I ain't want no turkey. I did turkey. Did turkey, did ham, did all that back in the day. Did turkey this last Thanksgiving. I want me some fish. I want to eat like Jesus. Jesus ate fish. I want to eat fish. I don't know if he had spaghetti, but I bet you if he had my spaghetti, he'd love it. Find something to do other than going around hurting people. You ain't got to go around hurting nobody. I know I sound like I'm your mama. You listen to LUTGRadio.com. Tell her to come over here too. Because she will agree with me. LUTGRadio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting. This is the LUTG Radio Show with Kathy Brocks. And I'm telling you, don't go around stealing this holiday weekend. Not for Christmas, not for New Year's, not for every holiday coming up, not for every day. Stop stealing. It ain't getting you nowhere. You know that you know they're building these prisons, right? For knuckleheads like you. Guess what they're doing? It's called legalized slavery. You ever notice that you get more time than you probably should get? Maybe something that should have been maybe a week in jail, you get 30 days or a year. Something that should have been like maybe a year, you get five years. Why? Well, you too ignorant to value your freedom. So they figure, why not make you work for free? We'll give you a, a cot and three square meals a day. If you ain't fighting, you in jail, fighting for your life in jail, you might get to eat one of those three meals. But either way, you might get raped in jail, but oh well, that's just the rock. That's just how it is. Because you got a bunch of other people with a bunch of other different spirits on them that feel like if they don't fight, if they don't kill the new thing that comes in, then they going to get beat up on and they got to show that they are tough inside of this four by nine cell with five other people. Somebody got to be king. Because you don't recognize that you are king already on the outside in freedom. You don't recognize that you got freedom right now. So they're going to strip it from you and let you know who the big kahuna is. Who, who is the god of the prison? That's the warden. And that warden will be your slave master because you didn't value your freedom. You should have got maybe a year. You should have got maybe 30 days. But they're going to give you five years because, well, they want to make some money. Just like they did for the rap game when they turned rap into basically an introduction to killing and stealing in prison. Rap. Rap. When rap first started, rap wasn't about killing. When it first started, it wasn't about killing. Rap didn't start in the 70s. It started with jazz. 
It started with poetry. But in the 70s, Cool in the Gang came out with something good. They added some music to some poems and they started flowing. It was good. It was good. It was about the neighborhood. It's about people coming up. It was about finding a way to get out. And then somebody figured out a way to make some more money. It was enough that they were making money off the records, off of the clothes, off of the concerts. Oh no, they wanted even more. They said, well, what we can do is we can put little black boys in jail. Before, they used to take you, take you men out of the homes. They get, got rid of the jobs, make sure you didn't own no houses, put you in these big structures called these uh, uh, projects. And then that wasn't enough because you still found a way to, to survive. So then they decided, hey, let's make some money off of them. We're going to put as many men in jail as we possibly can. Then they started on the women. Tell them that, you know, demonstrate that, you know, crime is good. And let them go kill each other. And then whoever survives will put them in jail. Y'all crazy. You crazy to go around stealing. Because they're trying to lock you up. And they give you that much time as a demonstration to everybody else. Which says that either you will die in the street or you come in here. But either way, you, you cross us, you try and steal from us, we're going we gonna to make sure you remember this. I ask you to remember the word of God. Remember the word of God. God says that you are free. He says that if you ask him anything in the name of Jesus, in his son's name, he'll give it to you. So start asking God for some stuff. You want a Rolex? Ask God for it. You ain't got to steal it. You want a computer? You want a house? You want some money? Ask God for it. You ain't got to steal nothing. I'm coming at you right now just like I did before Thanksgiving uh, Black Friday. I'm going to ask you, don't go hurt nobody. Don't go stealing from nobody. My, get employed by my, be employed in minding your own business. Watch the game. Get a movie on TV. Put it on your phone. You don't even need to have cell service to watch a movie on your phone. You can do Wi-Fi. You can, st you can stand in the outside of the grocery store and watch a movie on Wi-Fi. You can watch it in your house. You can, cause you can connect to Wi-Fi anywhere. Wi-Fi is broad and wide. You can get free Wi-Fi. There's no excuse why you can't stay out of trouble. If you need a movie, you can go get free movies today from the library. And you got and you got a DVD. And you can even rent a DVD player from the library. Look, you probably if you ain't got a DVD player, somebody else got a DVD player. Invite them over. A VCR, VHS. These are old things. Do something to stay out of trouble. Do something to stay out of trouble. Choose your own life. Make you first. And the first thing is you got to preserve your life first, which means you can't do something that's going to take five years away from your freedom, 10 years, 20 years away from your freedom. You can't do that. Some of y'all getting life in jail for something that should not be given life for, but they want your service. Like uncle Sam, you hear that? We want you. Uncle Sam's like, look, you do four years. You good. These people that are making money off of your body say, nah, we want life. Why? 
My daughter need a new car every year. What you talking about? I want to make sure my grandchildren got an inheritance and they're going to earn it off of your back. That's a cat of nine tails with a bone strapped around it. Leather straps with a bone strapped around it. You ain't figured it out yet? Y'all slaves. You slaves. Because you ain't figured out that God has blessed you already and you ain't got to steal nothing. But just like Esau gave away his birthright, every time you go steal from somebody, you're giving away your birthright. And your birthright says that you're to be free, you're to be blessed, you're the head and not the tail, you are above and not beneath, you're going forward and not backwards. You are the assigned of God. God has a plan for your life. And prison ain't it. So I'm just asking you, value your own life. Enjoy your freedom. Stay free. Stay on the outside. Stay out of prison. Enjoy your life and do the right thing. Alright? If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, let's do it. Let's do it right now. The word of God says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Okay. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart, I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus, with evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations, you just got saved in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. What do you do now? You take authority over your life. Some of you are experiencing some, this is some of the things I saw the other day. I was outside the other day. I went to the store. I saw men being tempted. You're like, what? I saw men being tempted. Women do. I don't care how gay you are as a woman. You'll never know the, what it is. You don't never know the, the true pleasure in the nature of a penis. You just won't. I don't care if you can get a penis sewed on to your urethra. You'll still never know the full extent of a penis. You won't. You won't know the full extent of the sensations of it. And so 
I'm speaking to the men directly. I want you to say no. Temptation is coming your way. I saw it in some men at the store. And it's a spirit of perversion. And some of you already heard it. You already seen it. You already encountered it. And you were like probably confused by it. Like, yo, that ain't me. I don't even think like that. What is this? Some of y'all are being tempted for little children. Don't do it. It's a dead, it's a dead spirit. It's a spirit of perversion. And it's telling you to look at little boys. Don't do it. Don't do it. Say, just say the Lord rebuke thee. And not, most adults are not even tempted by that. And women, how can I put this? I don't understand the attraction. I'm a woman. I don't understand the attraction. When people say that, when guys say things like, oh, she got a booty like a nice uh, boy, a little boy. I don't understand that. That don't make sense to me. It don't. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get that. I don't have a, I, I don't, I don't understand that. When I was at the store, I heard this spirit and he was enticing this man that was in front of me. And he said about the little boy, and of course I prayed, but he said about the little boy, he said, Oh, that looks good to me. And I'm looking around. I'm like, what? and I realized it was the guy in front of me. I said, okay, this ain't good. He said, what do you do? Only thing you can do is start praying. That's all you can do. And I've heard this before. I've seen it before. And so the only thing I can start doing is start praying and keep telling y'all. No temptation is so great that you cannot withstand. You got a wife. That's what your wife is for. Never let your lust and your attention go to a child or anything or any person outside of your marriage. I don't care who it is, an ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend, whatever. Don't go, men and women, do not go outside of your marriage. Never. If you're a single person, your marriage is to the Lord God Almighty. If you are unsaved, sadly to say, your God is the devil. But you can repent because Jesus made you and Jesus loves you and he wants you just as you are. Start crying out to the Lord, Jesus, help. Because you know in your heart, that ain't you. Nobody wants anything unnatural. No one. That is a learned experience. That's a learned experience. The more times you don't say no, it gets easier and easier to say yes. So start saying no. Say no. Don't wait like, oh, well, let me taste and see. No, don't taste and see. You already know that it ain't good. You don't want things like that happening to you or to your children. Then don't do it to somebody else's. Don't do it to somebody else's marriage. Stay faithful. Stay faithful. There's a spirit of disobedience moving throughout the entire earth. It ain't just here. It's moving throughout the entire earth. That is a part of the DNA of the COVID and this Omicron and every other disease that is to come. That's a part of the disease. That's a part of the DNA, the spiritual DNA of all these diseases and viruses. Disobedience. If, if the enemy can get you to disobey God and to disobey the natural thing that God put in you, which is justice, righteousness and justice is the natural thing that God put in you. And if the enemy can get you to go against that, if the enemy can get you to go against what is natural to you, what God made in you, 
That is, that is going against God. The same way Adam and Eve disobeyed God. That's what the enemy tries to do to man every single day. So don't disobey God. You already know from right and wrong. That's what that right and wrong is about. Choose right every time. Choose right every time, which is why I keep telling you, stop stealing. Because you think, oh, I'm just stealing a little something. They got plenty. No, see, stealing leads to something else. It's going to lead to something else, which is going to take your life. So save your own life and learn right from, learn to say no to everything that is wrong. Question everything. Question everything. You don't, you don't, you don't have an attract. You don't have an attraction for young people. You, you have attraction for people that are your own age. That is the natural part of you. And your attraction is to your wife. Your lust is to your wife or to your husband. It's not to somebody outside of your marriage. That's called temptation. I don't care how young or how old it's temptation. Say no to it. Just like you are not sexually attracted to your own children. That's a temptation. Say no to it. You're only attracted sexually to the one that you married, the spouse, the one is that to be your spouse. That's what God made for you. That's who God made for you. And you got to trust that God got you. You got to trust him with that. Talk to God every single time. Lord Jesus, yo Jesus, yo Jesus. Call on him. That's what he there for. The Holy Spirit is in the earth to move on your behalf. You got to start saying something so God can move on your behalf. Lord God, fight my battles. Lord God, that ain't me. I don't think that. That ain't my thought. I ain't into that mess. That ain't me. Men, you are the head of the house. You got to say something. You got to talk to yourself. You got to be strong in you. Ladies. Whether you got a husband or not, you got a house. That means you the head. If he ain't there, you got to start saying something. You ain't got to be a male, man. You a female and God calls you a son. That means you got to take authority over you and your household and say, we shall serve the Lord. We are righteous, upright, and true. We are just. We worship the Lord God in spirit and in truth. And we are not going to prevent, we not going to do perversion. We're not doing that. We ain't stealing. We don't steal. We are lenders and not borrowers. We are the blessed of God. You got to start saying what is right and what is true. Don't wait for somebody else to come along and tell you. You know what's true. Pick up a Bible and find it out for yourself. <clears throat> I need y'all. I want... I'm not going to be... I'm not always going to be here to tell you. I'm not always going to be here to tell you. I may get super busy. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know everything that is planned. I have plans, but I want you to have plans. God has plans to prosper me. God has plans to prosper you. I need you to hang on so you can get the blessings that God got for you. I want you to hang on so you can get the blessings that God has for you. I want you to hang on and hanging on is making those right choices. Even when it's difficult, you can probably go get a, a quick thousand dollars. If you go do something illegal 
Or you can earn a thousand dollars and it may take you a week or two, but it's yours. It may even take a month, but that thousand dollars is yours if you earn it the right way. But if you get it the wrong way, a thousand, ten thousand, or however you get it, if you get it the wrong way, you're always looking over your shoulder and wondering when that shoe is gonna drop. And that shoe usually sounds like a bullet. If it ain't a bullet, then it's a door closing where you can't never get out. Once you take a life, your life is gone. They will lock you up forever and hope that you live a long time so you can be a slave the whole time. Save your own life. Choose right. Choose right. If you go and touch somebody else's child, not only will they put you in jail, but they will strip every cent from your accounts, from your life. Your children will have nothing. The sins of the parent are put upon the child. Make right choices now. Make right choices now. Make right choices now. All right. My name is Kathy Brox. This is the LUTG Radio Show. I'm going to see y'all later. Amen. 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 Glory to God. We got a show for you today. Um, I was talking about some stuff yesterday. Today, Thursday. Today is a uh, Thursday, the twenty seventh. Amen. And it's John fourteen and twelve Thursdays. You know. And uh, and uh, so we are rolling up in here. Me trying to get everything set straight and everything. Um, so, uh, today is John 14 and 12 Thursdays and, um, I just wanted to, we're going to open up, we always open up the show in prayer. Uh, we always open up, uh, putting on the whole armor of God. And so we're going to do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we're going to open up the show in prayer. And um, I'm having some tech issues right here. All right. Uh, glory to God. Amen. I apologize. Okay, here we go. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. All right. So again, uh, my name is Kathy Broxson. This is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com. Uh, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And so um, we are doing the show uh, and uh, we're doing it without video for right now, but you can hear my lovely voice. Amen, amen. All right, yeah, we're going to do that without video. And so um, um, we're going to put on the whole armor of God. And so we're going to do that for, oh, I got to tell you, Okay, um, we're going to put on the whole armor of God, but I'm a little itchy and excited because yesterday we were talking about 
um, don't go around snatching people's kids, right? We was just talking about that, right? And so lo and behold, I wake up this morning uh, to Apple News, uh, an Apple News story. So if you got iPhone, you get Apple News. And so they put a story up there about this woman that uh, was at a grocery, went to a grocery store and approached a lady that had a baby and asked, offered to buy her baby for $250,000. I kid you not. <laughs> she, she started low, went high, and then said, we're going to take them anyway. What the freak? I think that's how the story went. I figured... She must have wanted to take the child anyway because she followed the lady to the car. Somehow she she arrived at the lady's car. The lady, luckily, she locked the kids in the car. By the time the the, the woman, the strange woman came, she, her and the kids were in the car with the car locked and the groceries in the car. And so, um, you know, this freaked that woman out. So, of course, she filed a police report and everything. But I keep telling y'all, y'all need to pray for yourselves before you walk out the door so you don't do strange stuff. So um, with that being said, we're going to put on the whole armor of God. Ain't you glad you put on the whole armor of God every day? Amen. Ooh, yeah. All right. So go with me to Luke 24, 45. Luke 24, 45. It says, then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Now go meet to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 17. I don't know why they always had these naked people on my own. I'm on, I'm using Bible Gateway. And Bible Gateway uses ad choices. And ad choices got the nerve to put these women on my thing, on my feed. Um, and they, I guess they not naked, but I can see all her boobies and her belly. And to me... Uh, being a female, I don't want to see your titties. I got titties. I don't want to see your titties. And they just like all over the place. I don't care if they real or not. They titties. They all over the place. And it's just to appeal to men. You dudes out there, you Christian dudes, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Your wife got titties. Go touch hers. Go look at hers. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. All right? Don't even, I ain't even been looking at, I, didn't, I ain't even been look, shopping for bras, so I don't even understand why kittenish, kittenish is on my um, Bible Gateway feed. I don't understand this. God bless y'all, kittenish. Um, y'all sell what y'all sell. You know, you got your customer base. I ain't mad at you. Make your money. I just don't want to see titties on my feed early in the morning while we trying to go through, put on the whole armor of God. All right? So nine and nine gave you look. Y'all can still contribute to the radio station. I just don't want to see those titties early in the morning when I'm trying to get these dudes to follow Christ and to say no to all the temptation out there. And the only titties they should be looking at is their wives. So y'all got to do something about that now. Come on. Anyway, we win Ephesians chapter six, verse ten through seventeen. 18 and 19 and verse 24. So it says, uh, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. 
against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. 18 and 19. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. 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 Go with me to the book of Numbers, book of Numbers, chapter 6, verse 24 through 27. It says, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Isaiah fifty-four thirteen through 17. Y'all ready? All right. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. And righteousness shall thou be established, thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear and uh, for thou shalt not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals and the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy it. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee, uh, rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord 
and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Amen. We have just put on the whole armor of God. Like, what are we going to do now? Tell you that you're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Amen. Amen. Don't forget um, a couple of things we got going on. We got the fundraiser. We got the uh, fundraiser that's going on. It's on LUTGradio.com. You may have heard uh, on the radio, I got a couple of like rotations going. Uh, I pop in every now and then. Uh, I pop in live, pop in recorded just to remind you that, hey, uh, come on and uh, to the radio station. Go to the website and um, make a contribution so we can stay on air. I appreciate you. It is not tax deductible because I'm not a not-for-profit. Um, it, 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 this is a for-profit org. So, um, but you will, you, the souls that we win, you, you are, that is accounted to you too. Um, any effort that you make towards, uh, promoting the gospel, the Lord accounts that to you. Um, amen. So, uh, any good things that I'm doing, you're going to get the blessings and the benefit from it, from the Lord. In addition to whatever you ask God for. So if you sow a seed and say, okay, God, I'm going to sow this seed. And this is what I want for that seed. So anytime you sow a seed, Anytime you give money to somebody or to a group or you um, give uh, resources to a group, believe God for something that you want for yourself or for your business. All right. So I want you to do that. And then um, also. Yeah. And then uh, also, um, I want you to um, uh, check out the book. We got uh, I got a couple of books on Amazon. Uh, 25 thank yous and a new book of prayers and you can get it through an ebook uh, on Amazon. It's called uh, Jesus Christ Healing Scriptures and uh, Healing Scriptures and uh, Inspired Prayers. So you get the Healing Scriptures. In addition to that, you got some prayers, uh, a little bit of word study, and I got some vocabulary up in there. And so there's that it may seem like it's just a book of prayers, but it's actually a little bit more uh, than a book of prayers. Okay, so um, it's uh, so you get that, and so you want to check it out. So it's prayers, it's scriptures, it's, a, it's some a little bit of word study, some vocabulary, you know, to uh, get things to get you understanding of what's you know what's what, and uh, we also get the book uh, and a hard copy on um, Lulu dot com, so you can check out my uh, page. Uh, just type in Kathy Brocks. Um, or in the title of the book or whatnot, I should pull up the whole page, but my name should pull up the whole page. So, um, glory to God. You're going to see a bunch of poetry, uh, over there. Cause I like poetry. Uh, all right. And so, um, <laughs> today is John 14 and 12. And so with, uh, with that being said, with John 14 and 12, we often talk about, um, how can we, uh, how can we, as a member of the body of Christ, uh, promote the gospel of Jesus Christ? How can we do that? Well, you do it through, uh, like I said, sowing seeds of faith. Uh, you do it uh, through your walk because um, how you are, people see. And your walk in your life is their testimony. 
And so like Jesus's life is our testimony. And so in John 14 and 12, it says, um, hold on a second. I want to pull up the other ones. Uh, John 14 and 12, and I'm in the King James version. It says, verily, verily, that means pay attention, y'all. I say unto you, he that believe on me, the works that I do, he shall do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my father. And in uh, verse 13 says, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. And the father may, that the father may be glorified in the son. If ye, ask, if ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. And so Jesus is saying repeatedly, I want you to go do what I did. I want you to do it with fervency and I want you to exceed what I have done. So Jesus had a great ministry. He had thousands of people in his ministry. And he was telling his, he was telling his disciples and telling the people within his ministry, I want y'all to go out and do more. He healed people. He healed the sick, delivered the oppressed, those that are possessed with demons. He healed them all. He raised the dead. So he's telling us, go do this and do it in greater number. Amen. And so oftentimes, um, oftentimes when we think about Jesus, we think, oh, you know, he just turned some water to wine. And that's pretty much all he did. No, that's not all he did. That's not all he did. Jesus is a worker. Jesus, he works his booty off. Jesus be, he be moving. I shouldn't say work his booty off, but he be working hard. And when he was in the earth, you know, in the flesh like us, he was, he was hustling. He was hustling. He was absolutely hustling. He was doing the thing. He was doing the thing without reservations. Jesus was doing it. You heard? And so, uh, for him to, um, for him to tell us to go forth and do greater, uh, he wasn't joking. He was absolutely for real. He was not joking around with us. He believes that we can do all the things that he did and do it in a much broader sense. You feel me? And so with Jesus having that kind of faith in us, I think that we should just at least try. And so that comes in helping others that are called to ministry. Uh, that goes in uh, sowing a seed of faith. And y'all often, sometimes people think that uh, just because a pastor is called to preach the gospel, that a pastor cannot or will not sow seeds of faith, meaning financial seeds. They will. But oftentimes they wait for God to go, yo, I want you to go send some money right here. All right. There's a pastor that needs some money. He believing for this, this, and this, or there's a pastor that's about to give up. I want him to give up. He don't think nobody's going to help. He don't think nobody's going to come to the church. So I want you to, he been working for five years or three years and, and there ain't nothing happening thing. But on the other side, there's something about to happen for him in this short period of time, but I don't want him to give up. You heard. And so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm using street like street lingo, but, um, and so God, he will use people to encourage other people. So don't think that people don't need encouragement because everybody needs encouragement. Everybody needs encouragement to know that, Hey, 
I'm not doing this in vain. Hey, I'm not wasting my time. You feel me? And we all need to know that we not wasting our time when we out here uh, hustling, trying to get the gospel out. And so um, when you see people trying to do something good or you see somebody doing something good, celebrate what they doing by um, not talking against them, not speaking bad about them. And remember, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say it at all. But if you, if God gives your word for them, and this is how you know God is going to give you a word, it's going to feel right in your heart. It's going to be settled and you have peace for it. You have peace for it. All right. And so I want you to, to be, to move in boldness. I want you to move in boldness and, um, have, have that faith saying, yes, you know what? I can be used by God. I believe that I can, I can be used by God. And I know that Jesus did it. So if Jesus did it, that means that I can do it too. I can absolutely 100% do what Jesus did. And so I don't want you to feel like you can't do it because you're not a pastor. You're not some well-known celebrity. You're not a singer. You're not an actor. Okay, God is using them, but he using you too. You are a son or a daughter. You are a mother or a father. You are a brother or a sister. You are an adult or a child. You can. And your your ministry is your group of people, your group, the people that you're around every day. That's your ministry. And so how you treat the people that you're around makes a difference because you are accountable to God for every word that you say to them. That I don't, now I'm not telling you to start shutting up. I'm telling you, when you're around your friends in school, Find something good to say about them. Find something good to say about them. Every day. Just find something good to say about them. Even if it's just good morning. Yo, what's up, y'all? I appreciate you. And say good morning to your friends every day. Good morning. Today is going to be a great day. Good morning. Today is going to be a great day. Just encourage your friends every time you see them. You could be the encourage. They may have had a bad day this morning. Maybe their brother or sister was acting crazy, or maybe their mom was rushing them out, and they maybe forgot their homework or something, or maybe their dad was, you know, is overseas or whatnot, and they feeling a little bad. Whatever. Every time you see your friends, I don't know why I'm talking about kids right now, but every time you see your friends, this is God is just putting this on my heart. Every time you see your friends, you tell them, good morning. We're going to have a good day today, y'all. Today is going to be a good day. Whether y'all going to school online or in person in the classroom, tell all your friends, today is going to be a good day. Today is going to be a good day. You can even tell the whole class because not everybody associates with everybody in the class, but you can be, you can be nice to everybody in the class. And so that one kid that maybe feels like, you know, he or she ain't got no friends. But you can just say, look, today is going to be a great day. Walk, as soon as you walk in the room, yo, what's up, y'all? Today is going to be a good day for all of us. Today is going to be a good day for all of us. Every morning you walk in there, tell, even tell a teacher, good morning, teacher. Good morning, y'all. Today is going to be a good day for all of us. You feel me? You going to work for you folks that are going to work or whatnot. You walk in there. Today is going to be a good day. 
Today is going to be a good day. You are spreading cheer when you say that. And you change the continents of the hearts of people, meaning how they think about the day, how they think about themselves. Because some people will be walking around saying, I can't do nothing. I can't do nothing. I'll never do nothing right. But when you start saying today is going to be a good day, they, they start to go, you know what? Yeah, yeah, today is going to be a good day. Yeah. And they forget about the complaints that they had. And that don't mean that don't, if something is wrong, that you shouldn't speak up. You should speak up. But you'll be able to speak up and speak up with joy instead of anger. Meaning, let's say, for example, if uh, the person that was supposed to be at work last night, they, they, they came, but they ain't do nothing. They ain't do none of the work. And that kind of makes it bad for the next crew that got to come in, right? So you could just simply go to the manager without screaming and yelling like, yo, what's up? Today going to be a good day. Look, I just wanted to let you know uh, the work didn't get done for last night. And so now, you know, my crew got to do the work from last night plus the work we got today. I just want to, I'm letting you know so you can address this with the night crew. All right. Look, ain't trying to make your day bad. Just trying to let you know what's going on because when it don't get taken care of, you know what I'm saying? If you're working in like a grocery store or a place where there's food, when, when, um, Things don't get done right. Bacteria builds up and you cr- you can contaminate the food in that place and that will affect millions of people. And so when you go in and you telling the manager about, hey, this cleaning job didn't get done or this work didn't get done, you are saving the lives of millions of people because if millions of people get, get a bacteria in their stomach from eating some contaminated food, you're going to have a, a problem on your hands. And so don't be don't be afraid to say, hey, such and such needs to get done. This didn't get done. Uh, I'm just I'm just letting you know. And so it's up to that manager now to go go to the night crew and say, yo, what's up with this? Y'all got to get this work done. If you can't do the work, then, you know, you let me know. Then maybe we'll find another position for you. Or we can just allow you to leave. You know what I'm saying? And ain't nothing you being real with them. Because they're affecting millions of people. All right? And so, because you know grandma like to cook. Mama, grandma, and them, you know, daddy, you, y'all like to cook. And there's millions and billions of daddies and mommies all over the world that's cooking for their family, all right? And we don't want them having no bad food, right? Right. And so you, I want you to go into work and you decide and you determine that today is going to be a great day. Am I, am I saying that too much? Today is going to be a great day. No matter what is going on, today is going to be a great day. You doctors and you nurses and you and you cleaning staff at the hospitals, determine that today is going to be a great day. Put it in your mouth and walk in and say, look, today is going to be a great day. When you walk into the rooms of your patients, tell them, today is going to be a good day. You are getting healed. To, you are getting better. Today is going to be a good day. I don't care if they wheezing. <gasps> Tell them, today is going to be a great day. You are getting better. You say, Kathy, why do you want them? Because when a person thinks that they are getting better, their body must respond to what they think. As a person think of, so is he. As a person think of, so is he. Your mind controls many of the things that goes on in your body. Actually, everything. And so, your 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 mind, okay, you, your soul, you are in control of your body and what you say goes. And so you got to think good things about you in order for your body to cause that to manifest. You feel me? So 
When you speak good things about you, the word of God that is on the inside of you will come forth, will rise up and cause those blessed things to happen. When you speak negative things about yourself, you open up a gateway to hell and the enemy will come in and ravage you and make you sick because you allowed it. Now, oftentimes people do this without even realizing it. They'll say things like to other people, you make me sick. I can't stand you. Then before you know it, they got some disease, some virus, something that ain't been around for a hundred years. They got something that ain't even in it. It ain't even part of their generation. That reminds me, you can break every generational curse. And just simply say in the name of Jesus, I break that generational curse. Diabetes ain't supposed to run in my family. I, I break that now in the name of Jesus. I send it. I break it from the root in the name of Jesus. This will never go forth in my family ever again. I speak. I rebuke it. That sickness in all of my family. I speak healing to my whole family. Amen. Whichever ones have it. You know what I'm saying? Just pray. Speak that in the name of Jesus. You got to speak life to your family. This is part of what Jesus is talking about when he says, do greater things than I. Verily, verily, I say unto you. He that believeth on me, the works that I do, um, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my father. He is not just talking about going out and evangelizing a new person, a new person, a new person. He's saying go out, evangelize, tell them about Jesus, get them saved, and then raise them up. You're like, they ain't dead. They're not dead. They're still living. But they still got the old ideas in their mind that says that you must take a pill. You must you must die. You must get sick. Now, everyone is accounted to live once and to die once. And right. But you also allow 120 years in the earth, which says that all 120 years are to be in health. You have a right to be healthy all of your flesh life. And into your eternity. You have a right to be healthy. When you leave this earth, your body will transition to a holy body, a holy body like Jesus. Filled with the glory of God. You have a right to be healthy and whole. You have a right to be healthy and whole. And I want you to, I want you to demand and command that health. Good health to come unto you now. Rebuke sickness and demand good health to come to you now. Say, I rebuke sickness in my body and I command my body to receive health now. Whatever part of your body is aching, command it to receive health because you you are entitled to it. You are entitled to good health. You have a right to good health. You have a right to good health. It is yours. And so going forth and telling people about Jesus, you also got to tell them about their rights in the kingdom of heaven because the earth is like heaven and it's supposed to be a direct mirror of heaven. There is no sickness in heaven. There is no sin in heaven, meaning people ain't going around chopping off other people's heads and committing murders. They ain't doing that. It's straight good. It's, It's just straight up good. You feel me? And so you got to get used to the blessing. You got to get used to goodness around you. Because with Jesus, that's all you're going to see. That's all you're going to see. A lot of y'all, like, y'all be like, oh, you know, it's just like, oh, holy, holy, holy all the time. 
Yes, and so when one person in heaven says glory to God, all of heaven says glory to God. They all start praising God. They're in one accord. It's like a ripple effect. However, you got life there. You got picnics. You got people working. You got people building. You got you got people having music concerts and you know on the beach. You got all kinds of stuff. Heaven is beautiful. I've seen it. It's beautiful. And I tell you that not because I've seen it, but because it is. It's it's even written in the word. Have I seen hell? Yes, I've seen hell. I've seen the pit. I've seen, I've been in the darkness and I've seen the second heaven. The second heaven, a lot of people get deceived by the second heaven because the enemy will come to them and tell them, oh, you won't go into the pit. You won't burn in hell. You're going to go to the second heaven. That's for, that's for good people. When they do good works and good things on earth, then, you know, you get to go to the second heaven. You don't burn in hell. You don't have to be with Jesus. You can be with me and still smoke your weed and, you know, still have as many women as you want. You know, you can, you can still be a philanderer. You can be a hoe. You can be a drug dealer. You can be a drug addict. You can go hurt as many people as you like because you are a good person at heart. You just trying to set things right. This is, that's the reason why you hurt people and you beat people up and you kill people because you're just trying to set things right. And so you can still come to the second heaven and still do all that. It's a facade. It's a facade. That's the lie that the devil tells people. It's a facade. The second heaven does exist, but it will fade away. It will go away. It will be cast down into the lake of fire. That's the thing that God is talking about. That's going to be cast down. So it's going to be cast down to the sulfur place, the place of sulfur, that hell, that burning place. Hell tastes so bad. It tastes like a, it tastes like a sewer. It smells wretched and awful. It, it makes you want to vomit constantly it tastes so bad it smells so bad you like well how do you know because the devil came at me came at me and was trying to steal from me came at me was trying to steal from me and the holy ghost beat him up the holy ghost got him it wasn't me it was the holy ghost he came attacking me in the middle at night in my sleep and the holy ghost was like nope the holy ghost was like uh-uh and I had to pray for the Holy Ghost to take that taste from me because when the enemy touched me, I could, I should say when, when God, the Holy Ghost cut off his arm because he, he put his arm into my, into my soul, into my spirit. He put his arm in there trying to take my treasure chest. The devil don't own it and he steals everything. And so the Holy Ghost cut off his arm and that arm was in my, in my spirit and it was there. And I had to pray. I said, say, Holy Ghost, take this taste from me. This is horrible. But I remember it. It tastes like a, it tastes the way a sewer smells. Hell tastes the way a sewer smells. And it's constant. And I say a sewer because that's just, but a sewer is like one tenth of a level of how bad that smell. It's just like a, my exam my words are just like a small example of how bad it is in hell. 
I'm just trying to give you an example. It's far worse than what I'm describing. It's far worse. Those pe- I saw this thing come out of hell. And his arms were broken. They they literally they they get broke up. It's it's horrible. I don't want you to fall for that. I don't want you to fall for that sin thinking that if you go to the second heaven that you'll be okay. You will not. God is going to get rid of all of Satan's vices. Everything that Satan has, he going to burn it. He's going it's already written. It's going to get dropped down into the lake of fire. So, this is why Jesus is telling you, know the truth. Know the truth. The truth will set you free. You have a right to know the truth. All right. So I don't want you to, I don't want you to be misled. I don't want you to be misled. All right. So saying that there's also people that believe that, that they should, that when they die, their soul will come back and they have a right to take the body or to live in the body of the living. Why? You were living on the earth already and you didn't believe. And so now you want to take the soul. You want to take the life of another person and live through them and them not live their own life. That is selfish and unjust and it's not true. You don't get to live. What does come back is a demon in your image to deceive that person that is living. You, however, and your soul get to stay in hell. Tormented. Why? You look like Jesus. What reason would the devil have to let something that looks like Jesus roam about the earth free when all he wants to do is torment and hurt Jesus and the Father? Those are demons that are coming up out of hell taking the image of man. Those are demons. So don't receive those things. A lot of y'all be receiving those spirits into you. Don't receive it. Because once you receive it, it'll let you go for a little bit and let you think that you're controlling everything and everything is copacetic and sure and everything. And then next thing you know, it'll ask you to do something that you wouldn't ordinarily do. It'll have you beating on your wife. It'll have you stealing. It'll have you doing all kinds of things. It'll have you mistreating people. It'll have you one foot in and one foot out. It'll make you go to church, but not worship in spirit and truth. Only so you can go and try and turn the Christians that are in the church. And here's the problem with that. One is wrong. And two, most importantly, God will hold you accountable for it. Because you're doing it of your own free will. And he'll send you to hell. This is important that you know that Jesus Christ is Lord. He came, he came to save the whole world. And John 3, 16 and 17, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Yes, you are listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. This is an offering of salvation. God did for God did not come into this world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen.
God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. And to get that right. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you want to, now is the time. If you want to do like Jesus did, you got to start off the way he started. Jesus surrendered himself when he got baptized by John the Baptist. When he got baptized, the father came and anointed him and, and told the people, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. And so as Jesus had to surrender and to submit to the authority of God, so must we. Jesus came that we may be forgiven of all our sins. He took the punishment for us. And we, when we receive his forgiveness, we are submitting to his authority. And we are submitting to the Father. And we're receiving the blessings of the Lord. Forgiveness of all our sins. Saved from hell. Amen. Having an eternity with God. And so. I'll offer this uh, opportunity. Uh, this opportunity of salvation to anyone that wants to receive it. Amen. To anyone that wants to receive it. Repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was. From this day forward, Lord Jesus, I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly 100% make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor and from this day forward I will live for you Jehovah God in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. With the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus. By the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved on LUTGRadio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting. You got saved by the blood of Jesus. All glory and honor belongs to the Lord. Amen. I am a vehicle. I am the hands of God. Hallelujah. Now I want you to take authority over your life. If, you, if there's any sickness in your life. I want you to say these words. 
I rebuke sickness in my body. If, you, if there's a particular part, you can say your whatever part that is. I rebuke sickness in my body, and I command that air, and I command my body to, re, to be healed. Amen. Glory to God. Some of y'all may be feeling the power of God moving through you now. Amen. For you all having issues with your money, command money to come into your accounts. Get your accounts, your debit cards or your bank statement. Or if you don't have that in paper form or whatever, everything is online. Open it up, log in and start speaking to your account and say, money, I command you to come into my account. Command money to come to your accounts. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I also want you to take the uh, 10-week foundations course. It's on LUTGradio.com under the salvation tab. Uh, read your Bible every day. Start off with the book of John, chapter 1. Don't miss. And then uh, I pray that you'll find a church home to go to. Um, uh, I want you to uh, pray for a church that teaches from the Bible in spirit and in truth. Meaning they don't add, the preacher don't add his own comment. He may explain it to you in layman's terms, but he don't be like, oh, forget the scripture. Let me just tell you it's like this. No, 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 no. Don't forget the scripture. Use the scripture. That's the word of God. That's Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Um, and then continue taking authority uh, over your life in every area. Amen. Remember, the body of Christ cannot be possessed by demons. Will they come and try and harass you? Okay, well, don't receive it. Don't receive it. The Lord rebuked thee. Don't even don't even argue and fight with demons. Don't do it. When somebody, or if, if you don't realize that that's a demon, and somebody come up to you and they talking all kinds of crazy, don't fight with them. Don't argue with them. You can ignore them. Resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. You can even say the Lord rebuked thee. You can start singing a praise song. Keep your eyes open. Sing a praise song. Just start singing about Jesus. And remember, keep your peace. God already fought. Jesus already won the battle and the father fights your battles in present day. Before you leave, I mean, if you come, if you get to the point where you're in a battle, just say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, fight my battles. I kid you not. One of them little demons rolled up on me and started cursing Jesus. I'm singing a, I'm singing a praise song, walking down the street, minding my own business. And this thing comes up to me and starts cursing Jesus. And God had a few choice words for him. God began to speak through me. He began, God began to tell me what to say. And he was, he was showing up talking to him. So much that he went on his way. God will, God will, the, the truth will come through. This is why you got to keep reading the Bible and keep praying. Keep reading the Bible. Keep the word around you all the time. I have an audio app and I just play it. Because I want to keep that word in me constantly. Does a devil listen to my program? Yep. I kid you not. Them demons, they listen to my program. They ain't got no revelation. So they're trying to figure out how to do X, Y, Z. But it don't matter what they hear. It don't matter. Why doesn't it matter? Because Jesus Christ is Lord. It don't matter if they listen to my program. It don't matter. Jesus Christ is Lord. Their future has already been, already been stated. It already is. 
they will burn in a lake of fire. With our eyes, we shall see the reward of the wicked. We are the redeemed of Christ. We are the righteousness of God. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. So it don't matter if they listen to our program. It it don't matter if they listen. It don't even matter if they come to your church. Of course, we don't want demons in the church because, you know, they like to cause havoc, especially for those that don't know. But you can prevent them from coming to your church. You can prevent them from coming through the door. You start praying. Pray pray for every orifice, that's mean every opening of your church. The doors, the windows. Anoint the doors and the windows. Anoint the people. And tell them, even before you leave your house, I want you to anoint your house. Anoint your family. Anoint your car, your, your form of transportation, the bus. Amen. Bless you. That's why you pray for yourself before you go. And that's why we put on the whole armor of God. You're like, oh, Kathy, you talking big and bad. Hold on, bro. This ain't about me. This is about Jesus. This is about the Lord. I am only the hands of God in this earth. But I have the protection of the Lord because I am I have tithers rights and I have blood covenant rights. And the blood says that the Lord will bless me and protect me. Amen. I may go through hard, uh, go through difficult times, but in those difficult times, I'm not giving up on Jesus no matter what. No matter what, I'm not giving up on Jesus. You don't give up on Jesus. The Lord loves you and he wants you in perfect peace. I've been alone for a very long time and I'm not afraid of being alone. But check this out. I'm not alone truly. Why? Because I have all of the kingdom of heaven. I have all of whatever Jesus has, I have. And so know this, there's actually more Christians in this world than non-Christians. There's more. So never think that you are alone. And I mean the Christians that worship in spirit and in truth, those that are for real. You folks that are faking Christianity, you human beings that are, you, you persons that are made in the image of the most high God and you faking Jesus, stop faking Jesus because it's real. Jesus is alive and this is a real deal thing. All right. I want you going to hell. I don't want you. You will go before God and you will have to account for everything. Every idle word you said, that's every, every word that you spoke, every word that it did not produce the fruit of God. Idle idle words are words that don't produce the fruit of God. You'll find that in Galatians uh, chapter 5. Alright, I want you to go check that out. Matter of fact, we got to just pull that up right here. Hold on. Let me pull that up for you right quick. Amen. Because I want you to know what the fruit of of sin is and what the fruit of the Spirit of God is. Amen. I'm going to just pull up the whole thing. I don't want you to be messed up in life. I want you to be blessed in life. I don't want you to get confused or be confounded. You know, you feel me? I want you to know the truth for yourself because the truth is what sets you free. And so in Galatians chapter five, it says, um, I'm at 17. Let me see here. Um, Okay. Verse 16, it says, uh, man, I want you, I'm going to read the fruit. I, I, I want you to read all of Galatians chapter five, but right now I'm going to read just the fruits of sin. And so, um, verse, 
Okay, so it's, uh, verse uh, 16 says, This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. <clears throat> now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, uh, reveling, and such like of which I have t I tell you before, as I have told you in the past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of heaven. This is why I keep telling y'all, don't put that stuff down. Don't do that. You you are risking your future with God. But the fruit, but the fruit of the Spirit, meaning the fruit of God, is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the, uh, with the affections, have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another, envying one another. So you, uh, long suffering means, um, it don't, when, when you think about long suffering, you got to think about it like this. You're going to go through trials and tribulations, but you must choose God continually. And so it may seem like you're not getting ahead and like things are not moving for you, but keep your faith in God. It may, it is going to seem difficult. It's going to seem like you suffering sometimes. But God will bless you on the other side. Don't give up on God, no matter how hard things are. Don't even because and so, so for some people things are not difficult, you know. But you have everybody has their level of understanding of whatever long suffering is for you. You feel me? All right. So I want you to read Galatians chapter five. I want you to read it, um, and under and and I want you to understand. I also want you to read the book of. Um, I want you to read the Lord's Prayer in the book of Matthew chapter 6. Um, and so read Matthew chapter 6 and Galatians chapter 5, all right? I want you to read that. That's your homework for today. And uh, know that Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Don't forget, um, give to the uh, LUTG Radio fundraiser. Um, you can also get some swag on the radio uh, page, uh, lutgradio.com forward slash shop. Um if you, uh, when you are, um, when you make a purchase on LUTG radio, that's a form of sponsorship because, uh, like for example, when you buy the swag, uh, so you get a t-shirt in return and then we get some of the profits off of that t-shirt and it helps us, uh, I say us, me and the radio station and the father, son, Holy ghost helps us to get the gospel out all over the world. All right. So, um, I thank you so much. Contribute something to the, uh, fundraiser. Uh, it's on LUTGRadio.com at the top of the page. Uh, 
as well as um it's on the menu you can click on a 30-day fundraiser um and uh that's what we're doing all right amen amen All right, so um, this is the end of the show. I just want to say thank you. The Lord keep you. May the Lord keep you in perfect peace. Remember, today you are going to have a great day. Amen, amen, amen. Today you are going to have a great day. Amen. Um, I know I normally read. I'm going to read this to you because I'm going to just say this out loud because it's numbers. Number six twenty four through twenty seven. We said it in the beginning, but a lot, a lot of times I just like to close out with it. Uh, so here we go. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Amen. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do God. Y'all have a blessed day today. Remember, today is going to be a great day. Um, oh, one more thing. Second Timothy one and seven. Re- memorize that. It says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. All right. Fear not. The only fear you should have is reverence. Reverence means obedience unto the Lord. All right. That's obedience. It's honor. It's submission unto the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. All right. Here we go. Peace out. See y'all later. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Jesus loves you, beloved. And so do I. This is Kathy Brooks for the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting.